Hello, this is Nurse Choma. Welcome to another episode today. So this is going to be a podcast episode where I'm going to talk to you about how to create other streams of incomes um, using your background um, in nursing. And before I even go into this particular episode, because I recognize that everybody has a different perspective on things, and I just want to kind of give a clarity that... Um, the purpose of this of this episode is to kind is to make you aware of other ways to build revenue that does not result in consequences in your health so um because like you go into nursing absolutely because it's a calling because it's something that you you feel that like it's drawn to you but what happens when you're on disability? What happens when you're too sick to go to work? What happens when your back goes out? That is what this podcast episode is about. So if this is something that interests you, go ahead and take a listen. Listen to this entire episode. Hopefully you'll find it valuable. And if you're, you're always welcome to reach out to me and leave me a message on here. All right. Enjoy this episode. So anyways, so like, so we're going to talk about how you can generate and how you can create another stream of income using your skills as a nurse. Um, and like I said, if you, even if you're not a nurse, this will still help you if you desire to create another source of income, given whatever it is that you, your background or nature may be. And I hope that um, you will be open, that you will be receptive, that you will really listen to what I have to share with you today. I, 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 one thing I have seen and that I witnessed with, um, you know, a number of different nurses that got really sick, you know, got really ill because of the pandemic, and then also witnessing um, people who or nurses, and still still going on because it's not over, right? But nurses that were forced to isolate themselves from their family, forced to quarantine themselves from their family for weeks, not being able to tug, touch, be around your family for an extended period of time because you don't want to risk passing on, you know, anything to your family. And then also seeing nurses suffering, nurses in the hospital, nurses on ventilators, nurses being sick because of the pandemic and having to work. I saw stories of nurses that were pregnant and unfortunately they they still have to make a means for themselves so they still have to work in the hospital. They still have to go to work even if they're going to take care of patients that have COVID, even if they are pregnant they still have to work. They still have to be exposed to it. The question I want to ask you is, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? I feel like I'm singing that song. <laughs> but wouldn't it be nice if you had the option to say, you know what? I, because of what's everything happening right now, I'm going to pull back. I'm just going to rely on this other stream of income instead to to 
help me get by until all this is over. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to choose to walk away when you want to, to be able to come in and come out whenever you want to? And that's the beautiful thing about nursing versus any other profession is that there's so much flexibility, you know, from travel nursing to per diem. Like, there's just so much flexibility with nursing where you really can create your own schedule. You really can make a decision to walk away or, or come in or however you want to do. But wouldn't it be nice, though, if you're not forced to be in a position to put your life on the line and expose your family when things like this happen? And that is the reason why you want to really consider building and creating another stream of income, right? Aside from what you uh, have always done. A little bit about myself. When I, I started, I pursued nurse entrepreneurship uh, about five years ago to this day, right? Five years ago, believe it or not. And I was... Um, I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> right? Like, no clue. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was afraid, just like you. I was comfortable until I got to that point. I was comfortable. I was comfortable going to my job. I was comfortable just doing what, I, what everybody else is doing. I was comfortable. And maybe that's what it is for many of you. You're comfortable. That's why you have not, up until now, that's why you have not taken an interest in this. But now, though, because of circumstances, because of having to lose your job, possibly, because of unemployment, because of having to resign because of the pandemic, now you're no longer comfortable. Now you have to listen. Now you have to be identified. Now you have to start to see, okay, what else can I do that I'm not already doing? Right? So you, So this is the time where if anything you should be building let me tell you like i was i one thing i would say is that imagine this is the perfect time to start building especially in light of the fact that there's some information that they are saying well what if there's a second wave are you ready for another wave are you are you ready financially health-wise mentally for another wave as a nurse are you ready for that because I know a lot of people this first time took a lot of people out. Not just physically, but I mean everything. Mentally, emotionally, financially, right? It just took a lot of people out. I know a lot of nurses that lost their jobs because of the pandemic, right? A lot of nurses that lost it. A lot of nurses have to quit. A lot of nurses that had to resign because of the pandemic. Right? Yes, there's lots of areas, of course, that's in demand, but then there's also a lot of nurses that had to leave because it was compromising their health too much. And then also baby boomer nurses that were baby boomers that now, okay, let me retire, let me quit. Right? So that's the way that you have to pursue. You have to be willing to, and what I've learned is that if you don't make a decision, to become uncomfortable, life will make you uncomfortable, <laughs> right? If you don't make a decision to choose to be uncomfortable by learning about entrepreneurship, learning about how to pursue another extreme income, learning about how to build something, if you don't choose to become uncomfortable, to learn something new, life 
will your circumstances will make you uncomfortable instead. So I don't know about you, but I rather choose. I rather be in a position where I can make the decision so that way I'm not blindsided. So when I first so when I started about five years ago, I didn't know what I was doing, meaning that I knew that I wanted to do something bigger. And it would take forever for me to go into my story totally. But um, pretty much, though, when I first started, I was really um, excited, but I have no clue where to get started. And, uh, and me personally, God sent me a mentor that helped to shape totally um, everything. And that's why you see what you see now as far as like our Facebook page or Instagram, all that good stuff. Because I built that over time, but also it was with expertise, advice, education, learning. Um, it took time, but it was consistency. It paid off. And let me tell you, it definitely does pay off. It pays off to be at home and work from home all the time. Not just sometimes. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> but for those of y'all, like especially I'm thinking about not really nurses so much, but maybe corporate America people and you've been working from home this whole time I don't, I don't but once quarantine is over are you really ready to go are you ready to go back and have to work have to you know drive in traffic all over again and like you know like actually like get dressed and <laughs> in the morning like get dressed actually like because we, we know a lot of us are not really you know actually wake up and shower you know all that discipline stuff all over again <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to, you know, getting back into that routine is going to be definitely be challenging once you go back into the workplace. But the advantage of building something, though, especially online, because the Internet has made it where you can create income without being there all the time, without being present. That's the beauty of the Internet. But then when you have a job, you, you, you physically have to be there all the time, which is why it becomes strenuous, which is why it becomes taxing on your body. So, I'm going to give you six different things, okay? I'm going to go over actually, yeah, I think it's about, no, no, I'm sorry, six to seven different steps you can take starting today to help you begin to generate revenue as a nurse or whatever your background may look like, okay? So, let me go and put this in the captions. Number one, the very first thing, and, oh, and let me say this too. If you want to learn more, like after this is over today, if you want to learn more um, tips, advice, trainings, um, I have I give away a lot of free information as well about entrepreneurship um, via our email list, which is specifically our email list for entrepreneurship. Visit our website, www.choosingnursing.net, and then on the homepage, click on Nurse Entrepreneurship. And that will put you into our email list for nurse entrepreneurs where I can give you information to help you get started. So the first one, number one, is that you need to identify. Let me put this actually like this. This will be better. All right. You want to identify a passion, skill, or experience, um, something that you are relatively confident in or good at or that like I said it doesn't have to necessarily be even something that you um well let me just let me just keep going <laughs> so identify a passion skill or experience it does not even be related to nursing maybe you're not even a nurse maybe sorry maybe you are a nurse but you don't want to do anything related to healthcare it doesn't have to be it will be easier 
Uh, because you have, you know, like a stepping stool to, to, to lean off of, but it doesn't have to be. Like maybe you're a nurse that loves to bake, right? So you can, and you love, and you, you have really bomb cookies and pastries and people just love your stuff. Then great, start baking cookies and pastries and whatever, you know, like that could be your thing. Uh, but try to think about what are your skills? What are your gifts? What are your talents um, that you're just naturally good at? What are those things that people come to you and they ask you for over and over again. So a lot of people often tell me, well, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure. Well, that's what, this is how you get started. Figure out, okay, what are you naturally good at? What is easy for you but hard for others? What do people always come to you for advice on? You could be a relationship coach. Maybe people always ask you about, you know, what do you think I should do in my relationship? Maybe you could be a therapist, right? That requires education, though. But... What is it that that you that's always drawn to you, right? Also, your experience, right? So, what type of experience do you have? Maybe you maybe you've always worked in home health nurse. So, why not start your own home health agency, right? Maybe you've always been a bedside nurse. So, why not um, be a be a nurse that does consultations and you give advice to healthcare companies from a nursing perspective. The world really is your oyster. You really have no limitation to what you can do. So start off by identifying some type of passion, skill, or experience, something that you're gifted in. Um, what, believe it or not, when I first started, I knew that I wanted to do teaching, but I thought that I was going to pursue um, teaching people how to get jobs. <laughs> teaching nurses how to get a job. That was my initial thing I was going to do. And then I got a mentor that told me, no, don't do that. That's not going to do very well. So that, And that's that's one of the things about also having somebody that's been there because they can kind of tell you like, eh, that's good, but this is better. Like, let's tweak this. So that's the first. That's number one. Identify your passion, skill, or experience. The second thing, okay, number two, is going to be identify your market audience okay your Instagram if you can put this on Instagram I would appreciate it for somebody if not that's okay so once that you once you know um, what you want to do alright once you know what you want to do once you know like as far as like your passion your skill your experience your gift once you know what that is then the next thing is to figure out okay um, who are you going to help, right? Who are you going to be helped? And I would say, too, to pick, pick, try and choose people that you feel, I don't want to use the word comfortable with, but you feel the most, um, well, two things. You feel the most connected to, right? You feel the most connected to, like, in your spirit-wise, in who you are, like, you feel the most connected to them. And then, two, also try and also pick a market that depending on what you're depending on what what it is that you're going to offer, try and pick a market that can afford to pay whatever it is that you plan on selling. So, this is what I would I would really th and and I would say that the the people that you're connected to, like I was, I felt bad for people that, um, because we help a lot of people to pass their boards exam. I felt bad about seeing people that were suffering. Like getting all this way to finishing school and then not 
you know, being able to pass this last step. Like that bothered me. So things that bother you, things that just like it works your nerve, um, it, it moves you, right? Those are often going to be what you're passionate about and what you would be and who you're called to, right? Maybe you're called to people in the church, right, that's been hurt. Maybe you want to help single women, especially single black women for whatever reason. Maybe you want to help people with injustice, people that's gone through injustice, right? Who do you feel the most drawn to based on whatever it is that you're going to do, though? And if you have something where you sell cookies and cakes, that's obviously everybody. So that's not going to be limited to uh, a very specific group of people. Um, but think about your market audience. And here's this is the part why it take why why entrepreneurship can be challenging is because of just figuring all this stuff out along the way. It took me a year to honestly learn this part. Uh, it didn't take me a year to learn everything, but it took me a, a year to better understand who it is that I was called to. The third thing, number three, so now that you have figured out your passion, your skill, what your experience, right? What are you going to, and then you figure out the, who you're called to. Now, the third thing is I want you to figure out to create some type of, you want to now create some type of product or service around um, that fixes a problem for that audience. Fixes a problem for that particular, for that market, I should say. Okay? So, let's say, for example, you have, you know what, you're a nurse, but you got some bomb skills doing hair, right? Maybe you're really good at doing hair. You always, people always like, can you do my hair? Can you do my hair? Um, so maybe, and then your market audience is going to be, maybe it's going to be African-American women. Maybe it's going to be uh, other and different like um, ethnicity of women. It doesn't really matter, but you have to figure out who that is. And then you're going to figure out a product, your first product or service to help them. It can be where you help, um, you want to create wigs for them, or you do their hair, or you actually do their actual hair, right? But figure out that would be a service, right? A product would be like the actual product, and then the service would be you doing their hair. And, you know, wherever the location that you decide to do it. You can start from home, and then you can work your way up, right? you got to be willing to work your way up, too, honestly. So um, so that's number three, is figure out what's the product or service that fixes a problem. That's the biggest thing, that fixes a problem for that market. And it could be a small problem to a large problem, right? If you If you're good at cooking and cakes, that could be a problem, like... If I, if I, let's say, for example, I have a sweet tooth, I want to fix that problem <laughs> by eating your cookies, your cakes, your ice creams, whatever it is that you have, right? So figure out what that problem is, create, figure out what that problem is and create a service or product around that problem. This is, this is one of the reasons why people struggle at the beginning because um, you're not creating a product or service that fixes that, fixes a problem. You're just creating a product or service that you like, right? But you want to pick something that fixes and addresses some type of problem, okay? Hopefully this is helping you so far with what I'm sharing and that you are listening intently, um, all right? So th that's the third thing, okay? You create a product or service. 
Then the next thing, number four, once you've done that, and this is why I say like all this stuff, you're doing it over time as well. But the sooner you get started, the better. The next thing now is that you're going to pick a platform. Okay? You're going to pick a platform. So when I say a platform, because of everything that's happened, you know, with the COVID-19, um, online is what we have relied on. Right? Online source online social media right that has been our go-to source for everything right now you have so many zoom meetings versus you going somewhere in person right it's shifted things so when i say pick a platform i'm really honestly referring to social media but then also yeah honestly really social media so you, you want to pick a platform where your audience resides okay so and so you so meaning that Okay, so let's say, for example, you're a nurse and you've been a nurse for like 10 years. Maybe you're a med surge nurse, your bedside nurse. You're like, okay, I want to do something to help, you know, figure out other ways to build uh, revenue for my family. And I think, you know what? I'm really good at, mm, uh, let's say, let's say for whatever reason, you're really good at healthcare advice or something, right? So maybe you want to talk about health. That's a great topic. Healthcare or like nutrition, that's the thing you're passionate about. Great. So then now you're going to figure, okay, who do you want to help specifically? Maybe you feel drawn to helping mothers, right? Mothers that that for, that don't take care of themselves or forget about themselves. So you feel led to help mothers specifically. Perfect. So now the next thing is that okay, you're gonna create a product or service. So maybe you're gonna you're going to either, uh, I would recommend. Maybe creating a, a ebook or a book for them, okay? Like a book that helps them. Then again, you know, mothers may not have time to read your book <laughs> because they're mothers. But it could be maybe a video, or maybe it's a product or something that you can have them try, something that you created or that you want to sell. Um, so you have the product or the service. Great. Now you need to pick a platform. What platform do mothers use? On social media, especially the the age group too, you got to think about the age uh, of the mothers that you're helping. So, what platform do they primarily use? Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's LinkedIn, right? What? Oh, maybe it's actually even Pinterest. Pinterest would probably be a, a wonderful platform for mothers, actually, because as a mom, you want to DIY lots of stuff, you know. So maybe Pinterest is your go-to platform. That's why you should you should spend some time studying and researching what each platform offers, not just from a consumer perspective, but also from a more of a business perspective. What is the statistics behind each of those platforms? Okay, so now you have picked out a platform, which is great. So now that you picked up the platform, now you want to start to give out value. All right, that's number five. Give value. Okay? So one of the challenges that people don't realize is that you can't just start go right away into selling stuff right away. Uh, you actually do. It's kind of like um, a, pr a principle of sowing and then you reap, right? So what are you going to sow into in order to get something back? So a lot of people, when they start their business, they're like, oh, I don't want to invest. 
oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, no, just give me something and like let me just get everything and do nothing in return. <laughs> right? But that is not the reality. That is not the reality. And, it, and, and I'll say, too, one of the biggest things, too, is your mindset, what you think, what you believe, how you see stuff. It dramatically influences how well you do well in this line of work. And, I, and one thing I will say is that I've seen people, believe it or not, the stories have been uh, amazing. But I, I've seen people who have, like, they were just naturally gifted in it for whatever reason. And they did all these steps I'm going over with you right now. And within six months, they were, they, they had off and running, they were making uh, a six-figure business within six months. But then I've seen realistically people within six years, and I've seen people within one year, right? But but a lot of times it's because they had things that they were building, hello, that they were building along the way that led them to have such so much sex, success at the, at the start. So like, for example, I, um, if you guys are familiar with, her name is Nicole Walters, I've heard her story, and she was a she worked in corporate america she's not a nurse but she worked in corporate america for 8 years and then she started her business and under and i believe within a year her business became a million dollar business within a year but however though what you don't see behind the scenes is that she put in a lot of value through um I, the main platform she used was like periscope uh, and she gave just gave people a lot of, of value and plus on top of that during those eight years, she learned a lot already about business. So it just translated over to her business of her own. So the timeline may vary for you than for other people. I remember there was another story of, it's called the furlough ladies. If you have ever heard of them, um, they're called the furlough ladies. It's like a sis or furlough sisters or something like that. And literally during that time, was it either last year, I believe, Last year when the whole furlough happened and the government shut down, they started their their cheesecake company. Okay? They started making cheesecakes during the furlough. Right? Because a lot of people that work for the government didn't have any income. So, and they were, they were named as the furlough cheesecake sisters or whatever. Can you believe they were they were on the show Ellen? Oprah knows about them. <laughs> like, they went big during that time. And their cheesecakes, from what I obviously taste, very good. So, if you're, if what's stopping you is, oh, it's going to take too long. Oh, it's going to take, this just too much, blah, blah, blah. If that's what's stopping you, you're, you're judging things too prematurely. I'm not saying it's going to be overnight. But the time is going to pass anyways. Why not get started right now? Okay, so give value, give value. That's number five. So figure out a way, oops, I didn't feel like this. Figure out a way that, where you can distribute value. And maybe what you sell is going to be like goods, like sweets. So then maybe you can do like a special where you give people samples. All right, let me try some of your samples. Okay, let me try some of your samples. Let me get some for free or or maybe even like, um, you buy one, get one free. Like, I'm not saying to do that one specifically, but I'm just giving you some examples that you can do in order to give value in unique ways. Okay? All right. So then now 
now that you've done all that, you you so you, you got your passion, skill, you figure out who you want to help, you created a product or service for them that fixes the problem that they have, you picked a platform, you gave you're given some type of value, now you can go ahead and start selling whatever it is that you want to sell. Okay? So and this is where people get caught up at. <laughs> All right, because people, because let me tell you right now, when I first started entrepreneurship, I didn't want to sell anything, right? Like I said, this is it's all about you, right? I didn't want to sell anything, and I remember that my mentor, she got, she pretty much got on the phone with me and told me, "You're welcome. Thank you for letting me know that you're enjoying the information." She got on the phone. And she pretty much told me that you need to get over yourself, like <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and so the, the reality that you have to realize is that you're helping people, right? You're helping people. If I had, if I made a decision that I didn't want to sell anything, then I wouldn't have helped at this point over a thousand nurses to start working as a nurse to get their license. If I was afraid to sell. If I was afraid to, like, right? Like, I would not... I wouldn't have made that impact in people's lives. And it's so humbling and so fulfilling when people come back to me and they tell me, oh, you know, because of you, I'm working now. Because of you, I got licensed. Because of you, I'm able to buy a house. Because of you, like, it's, it's so touching. And it brings so much meaning to my life. And that's, and honestly, maybe for you, it's not going to be something that, like the same thing that I do. Thank you so much. It's not going to be like the same thing that I do. But maybe for you, it can be something as simple as helping mothers to get their life on track. It can be something as simple as giving like sweets and those, and those sweets that you make puts a smile on somebody's day, right? Do not negate how much of a difference you can make in somebody's life, even a cookie can change somebody's life. Let me give you a quick example. I remember when I was um, I was working as a nurse in the hospital, and we had a patient. And this patient, he was like mm, kind of like fifties, um, but he's relatively young though, and he was so depressed about his diagnosis. He didn't want to do anything. He was refusing PT. He was refusing to eat. Right? He wasn't doing anything, and so. The family told me that one of his favorite treats is oatmeal raisin cookies. So I was like, oh, really? Okay. So then I called the cafeteria and told them, can you bring oatmeal raisin cookies for this patient? And they did. And can you believe he ate the cookie? And then he ate more cookies. And then he ate, he ate lunch. And then he ate dinner, and then he worked with PT, and then he took his meds, and then he got discharged. And it all started with the cookie. Imagine, that could be your cookie. <laughs> that could be your thing, right? Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening, right? That made a difference in somebody's life that caused them, that led them to leaving the hospital, Versus it could have been another, it could be a total different way, right? Because, you know, the longer they're in the hospital and they're elderly, the more likely that they won't do well. And it all started with a cookie. So don't discredit what you bring to the table. 
All right. Then the last thing, number seven. Once you've done all these things, right, and now you're going to scale. Okay. So you're going to scale. So meaning that you sold, people are buying whatever it is, it's good. You fix whatever problems you're having, and now you're just going to scale. Now you're going to repeat it. Now you're going to expand. Now you're going to get people, get other people to help you, right? And hire other people to help you as it gets bigger. Maybe get an assistant now, right? It doesn't have to be really expensive. Um, you can get an assistant on the other side of the world <laughs> for like $4 an hour. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but you're going to expand. You're going to grow, though. Right, you're gonna scale, right? Takes a real sense of person to make the difference. Absolutely, right? Put yourself in your patient's shoes. So you're, now you're gonna scale. Now you're gonna grow. There's like there's a movie. It's on Netflix. It's called um, what's it called again? Madam C.J. Walker. There we go. I don't know if that's what the title of the movie is called though, but it's a movie about Madam C.J. Walker's life, and you see how she started off by making the product right that that with hair that helps to grow hair and first she sold it then she got salespeople. then she got a factory right i'm giving the plot but <laughs> but pretty much that's what it is so you can self-made thank you right so why can't that be you maybe you love your job keep your job i'm not saying don't keep your job but because of the market that we live in because of the economy we live in actually it's no longer sufficient to rely on one source of revenue, which is not, right? I remember when I first started, I always said, oh, yeah, nursing forever, right? Like, nursing is always going to be, you know, recession-proof. But now, look at what's happening. Look at what has happened. So, you have to move with the trend. Did you know that Amazon made uh, like billion dollars more just from this pandemic like <laughs> amazon made more money during this pandemic during this pandemic because everybody needs to buy stuff online now right and that's and the reality is that things are always going things are going to continue to shift more and more and more and more to online like nobody's gonna leave their house anymore like <laughs> you know like things are shifting to that way why can't you also take advantage of it as well? Okay? So, don't, don't say that I didn't warn you, all right? <laughs> Do not say I did not warn you. This is the time, more than ever, where you really have to take, you got to take this seriously. You got to start thinking, okay, what can I do? What can I put? Like, you, you are not empty-handed. God has given us all, all of us something, right? And at the beginning, you, maybe you don't have it all, but you can grow, you can build, you can learn, you can develop, right? It's fun at the beginning, <laughs> kind of. But it gets better, I promise you. It definitely does get better, and it's so worth it, the flexibility of being able to work from home all the time. What, what, the pushing edge for me, this is me personally, I know other people have different tolerance, but the pushing edge for me was when I wanted to take time off of work and I put my, you know, my time off in early, like two months in advance. I even worked overtime. <laughs> and then when it was my turn, no, I'm sorry. You know what? So-and-so is taking vacation on the same week that you're taking it off. So we can't grant it, actually, even though you put it in two months ahead of time. Sorry. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like, <laughs> I am out. Let me do my own thing now.
So that is the reality of entrepreneurship as well, is that it gives you more flexibility in your life, more authority, more autonomy, right? You can be a nurse practitioner and have an online business, right? You can be a um, working, you can be a home health nurse and also have an e-commerce store, right? Why should you limit yourself to one thing? Even if you're thinking, oh, I don't know, it's too much, I can't handle blah, blah, blah. What do you need to shift? What do you need to sacrifice so that way you can have so, so that way you can have, create room for something bigger, right? There will come a time where you'll say, "Man, oh my goodness, I need to have more mon- money in order to take care of my family. I need to be in a position where we're not living paycheck to paycheck. I need it because the way that you look at inflation going up, housing going up, grocery going up." You have to go up too, <laughs> right? Everything else is going up, so you have to go up too, right? You cannot keep, you cannot play it small any longer. You cannot, all right? So, if you found this helpful, visit our website, www.choosingnursing.net, and click on Nurse Entrepreneurship. Click on that. It's on the homepage. You're going to see it. And that will give you that way I can send you entrepreneurship advice, tips, things that will help you to get started, that will keep you, you know, kind of motivated. Um, and just get like help you in the right vein, right in the right direction as you begin to create another um, stream of income using the online world. There's no such thing as scarcity, it's only in your mind. There's surplus, there's abundance. It's all about where are you digging? Where are you planting? Where are you looking? All right? How can I rec- make an ebook so you're not re- you're not recommending nursing as a future? No, I didn't say that. I just what I just said right now is that you can be a nurse practitioner and have an e-commerce store. You can be a nurse educator and have an Amazon store. Right? You can have e- you can you can be a working as a home health nurse. And have an ebook that sells, right? That and you make six figures for your ebook, right? So what I'm saying is that do not limit yourself, right? Do not, especially in the wake of the economy and how things have shifted. You can't rely on one method. Thirty-six million Americans lost their job this past three months, right? Thirty-six million Americans. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable for a little while so that way you can benefit later. Because if you don't be uncomfortable now, your circumstances will force you to be uncomfortable. And to, to make an ebook, if you want to know more about that, what I will do is I will send out information uh, via email. So this is why you, this is why I have to be on the email list. Because on the email list, I'll send you out like helpful tips and advice to get you started. To help you to grow. So if you so the take and talk about ebook will take a long time. I may do that on another broadcast. But if you join the email list, for sure you'll get advice to help you get started. Alright, thank you for watching. Once you found this helpful, share this video, okay? Tag somebody that would need this. Share the video. Um, if you want to learn more about myself, like I said, visit our website, choosingnursing.net. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And I will see you guys the next time. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to learn more about myself, as well as who or what choosing nursing exactly is and how we can help you in your journey towards becoming a nurse, whether you're in nursing school, whether you're an international student, or whether you are taking your NCLEX exam, visit our website, choosingnursing.net. Choosingnursing.net. Um, take advantage of the resources that we have on there. It's a lot of great stuff. We've seen so much success, and you're definitely going to find it helpful. Um, if you want to take advantage of my book, it's called NCLEX Book dot choosing nursing dot net NCLEX book dot choosing nursing dot net it's called how to slay the NCLEX in 2019 it will definitely help you to pass your NCLEX this year um, and I do plan on updating that book every single year and then if you want to follow us on social media go to at choosing nursing on Instagram choosing underscore nursing or you can go to our facebook page which is also choosing nursing um, and then if you want to follow my personal handle you can go to at nurse choma twitter instagram um, facebook everywhere all right thank you so much for watching and have a wonderful day i'll see you in the next episode